Welcome food and fitness lovers to Tina's Ageless Kitchen. I'm Chef Tina Martini. You might know me as the Medicine Chef. Welcome food and fitness lovers to Tina's Ageless Kitchen. I'm Chef Tina Martini. You might know me as the Medicine Chef. Well, in the Ageless Kitchen today, we're going to talk about a really important vegetable, particularly for our men. So in that case, we're going to dedicate these recipes to all of my men out on Shimia Island, Erickson Air Force Base, where there are so many hardworking men, and I'm currently working out there developing healthy menus to feed our troops and all of the guys that keep the Air Force base moving. So guys, I know you're not a big fan of veg, but asparagus seems to be one of your favorites, so you're going to love the asparagus and quinoa with lemony dressing. All right, let's take a look at our little sarsisapigenin warriors. Now, sarsisapigenin is one of the main phytonutrients found in asparagus, and it is our greatest hope in curing ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's disease. The sarsisapigenin is also housed in inulin. Inulin is a fiber that can't be broken down by the small intestines. What that means is that because it can't be broken down, the nutrients move into the large intestines for maximum absorption. Now let's look at how to clean the asparagus, and I've got some delicate, really fine, beautiful spears here. So nature tells us where to break the asparagus, so we're just going to arch it until it snaps naturally. Now, we know that chefs don't throw anything away, so we're going to take our fibrous inedible ends and we're going to put them in some vegetable broth. Let's go ahead and just quickly do these, and you'll see that they snap off in different areas of the spear, so that's why it's important not to just use your knife because you could easily get some of that fibrous stuff in your salad and that's not a pleasant experience on the palate. Alright, so we're just going to simmer the inedible ends in the broth for a moment and when we start to get that asparagus aroma we're going to go ahead and pull those out with our slotted spoon and discard them. That way we've used everything that we've paid for. Let's look at some of our cooked quinoa. And this ancient grain is known for its high protein content. So this is a perfect vegan dish that makes sure that we get all of the amino acids to help our body to make protein. All right, so what I've got here is the raw quinoa, and you want to rinse all of your agricultural products like beans and grains because they can easily have the saponins on them that nature provides as a natural pesticide. So we really don't need to be spraying all those chemicals that we do because if we use the plant in its natural being or in its natural state, it comes readily made with its own bug repellent, and that's a saponin. Now I'm going to go ahead and rinse this and what we're going to do after that is put it into our broth that's been infused with our asparagus. So not only are we going to put our beautiful tips and pieces in, I've got a few more of our fibrous ends so we can get even more of that flavor, 
we're going to go ahead and infuse it further with the gorgeous tinder tips that everybody loves to eat while we cook the quinoa and that makes for even more of that beautiful flavor. Now I've got a tip once our quinoa is cooked so let's go ahead and just speed up our process here and I'm going to remove these now. And boy, they're nice and green and aromatic in just a couple minutes. And we're just going to take that out. And anything would work here. If you didn't have vegetable stock and you wanted to use chicken broth, that would be fine. But again, I'm kind of keeping it vegan just to make sure that we're doing some vegan dishes each week, whether we're practicing a vegan nutrition program or not. A little bit of salt and pepper in the water is always a good idea just to bring up even more of that flavor. Now here's one tip while we go ahead and make our vinaigrette and that is a damp towel. If you don't have anybody to hold the bowl for you, the damp towel will hold the bowl for you. So let's just make a nest here. Let me see if I can get it around the bottom of the bowl and kind of nestle it down in there and let's go ahead and make up a yummy creamy vinaigrette to go over our asparagus and quinoa. All right, let's just get this Dijon mustard out of here as best we can with our whisk. And I hear that our vegetable stock is boiling over there. All right, that's good enough. So continuing on with our lemony vinaigrette, I've got some lemon zest, and that's one of my favorite ingredients because it really intensifies the flavor of the lemon. So as you can see, we're working today to do different steps and use different tools to really intensify the flavors of the ingredients, just like we used our fibrous inedible ends to flavor our vegetable broth. We're gonna not only use the lemon juice, but we're gonna use the lemon zest as well. So let's go ahead and put that in, a little salt and pepper here, and then we're gonna get our olive oil whisking. All right, so our tip of the day was to use the damp towel to hold the bowl as we emulsify our olive oil into the dressing ingredients. All right, that looks like just enough for that. So we've got a lot of medicine here with our mustard, which contains turmeric, and we've got our olive oil for our heart health. But the big star of the day is our asparagus with its sarsisapogenin. All right, so that looks nice and emulsified. That's one of the great reasons to use mustard in your vinaigrette is it helps to bring emulsification to the oil and the lemon juice or whatever you might be using like vinegar. All right, let's check on that infused vegetable broth now. And we're gonna go ahead and whisk in our quinoa. And again, this ancient grain really is a great source of amino acids. I think that protein is the most misunderstood of all human macronutrients. Now, a macronutrient is water, carbohydrate, simple carbohydrate, protein, and essential fat. Macro, Latin for large, it means that we need a large amount of these things. Micronutrients are vitamins, minerals, and phytonutrients that we talk a lot about in the Ageless Kitchen. All right, so we're just gonna bring that up to a boil. And we've got it seasoned and we've infused it with our little fibrous tips. I'm gonna add the good, nice, edible tender tips. And those are gonna cook right along with our quinoa, further infusing that beautiful flavor. All right, let's go ahead and cover this. And when we come back, we'll put it all together. I'll be right back.
Hi, I'm Chef Joe Simonero with Taste This Television. Take a look at this gear right here. Chef Revival knows how to form comfortability for chefs out there. For chefs in the kitchen, heat resistant, the look, the feel. Hey, you're working in the kitchen all day long. You want something that you're going to be comfortable in. Well, Chef Revival has got you covered. Everything from chef hats to chef pants to chef jackets and different kinds of apparel that the chef at home can use. So for more information and to find out some more incredible products on their site, log on to ChefRevival.com. Okay, let's put our lemony quinoa and asparagus salad together. Our quinoa is cooked. I just want to show you a quick tip whenever you're cooking any kind of grain and you need it to hold for a minute while you do other things. All right, so we're going to take the lid off and the lid will have condensation and water naturally built up on it, of course, because of the steam. So here's a way to prevent that moisture from dripping back down on your rice and your grain and making it lumpy and um, unpleasant. It can overcook it actually. So I have a little bit of cheesecloth, but you could take a light kitchen towel if you wanted. Just something kind of thin. And then we're just, oops, let me open this up a little bit more, chef, so we have just a little bit more over the top. Okay, that looks great right there. So your rice is finished, your quinoa, whatever grain you've been doing, and we're going to put that or a thin kitchen towel over, and then we're going to put our lid back on. And that way the moisture doesn't continue to drip off of the lid into your already cooked grains, making them mushy, lumpy, and overcooked. So I hope that you can utilize that in your ageless kitchen. Now we did our lemony Dijon vinaigrette and this is going to be perfect with the asparagus. Now the asparagus again we've been talking about sarsisapigenin and all of the great antioxidant power it has. Now the one thing that sarsisapigenin does for us is it stops motor neuron death. And what that means is that the cells in our brain, the neurons that carry messages in our brain, are kept alive and youthful for the majority of our lifetime or the duration of our lifetime, hopefully. And that way we prevent things like ALS, which is known as Lou Gehrig's disease, and Alzheimer, things that affect the brain or come from the aging of the brain. So we love the asparagus for that. It's also great kidney medicine, and that's why it makes us a little odorous when we uh, use the bathroom, if you know what I mean. All right, so we've got this, and we've prevented the moisture from dripping down on our cooked grain. Let's go ahead and fluff and take a look. The asparagus is beautiful and perfect and tender and green, just the way we want it. Now let's go ahead and dress it. And remember, when you're working with dressing, less is more. So we don't want soppy, oopy, goopy salad. So just fluff that in. Okay, let's go ahead and put our finished salad in the bowl. And boy, does it smell lemony and beautiful with all those gorgeous green tips. Would you look at that, chefs? Now, this is a really great main. If you wanted to serve it as a salad, uh, that's great, too. So this dish works either way as a side salad or a main dish. And it's really a great source of amino acids and vegetable protein in general. So it's just perfect for the vegans as well. All right, I've got a little bit of toasted pine nuts. Now, pine nuts are one of the most powerful 
appetite suppressants that we know of and that's why a lot of the diet drugs and diet preparations that we purchase contain pine nut oil. So that's kind of cool. Just eat the pine nuts and you'll get all the minerals and all the benefit of the micronutrients as well as getting the appetite suppressant action. So our quinoa, really great with the amino acids and all of the great lignans that balance hormones. The sarsisapigenin in the asparagus, really stopping that motor neuron death and keeping our brain healthy, lively, and youthful, and that's always great. And then we've got our pine nuts for a little extra amino acid or protein power. But there's four other antioxidant powerhouses or phytonutrient powerhouses in our asparagus that I'd like to finish with. Camphorol, rutine quercetin, and isorhamnitin. These four powerhouses are major cancer killers. So there's just so much great stuff going on with the asparagus. I hope that you'll choose it for your next meal and enjoy all of the great benefits the last benefit I want to talk about with the asparagus is that it's a probiotic. And normally when we speak probiotic or something that helps all the friendly bacteria with our digestion and of course immune system boosting, most people don't realize the immune system lives primarily in the gut. So we want to keep all that friendly bacteria going. And asparagus happens to be a really great probiotic food, much like we know yogurt is. So add it in, puree it up in a soup, do the quinoa with the lemony dressing, and I know that even the most resistant vegetable eater or vegan in your family will really love this. All right, when we come back, we're going to do pizza squash. Who doesn't love pizza? But this time, we're going to use a butternut squash as our crust. I can't wait to see you back in just a minute. For generations, our family has perfected authentic Mexican dishes from seasoned chicken and beef to carnitas, arroz, and barbacoa. The Cardenas family has always followed the traditions of their ancestors when it comes to cooking. From the beginning, they've created authentic Mexican dishes from scratch using recipes that have been passed down and perfected over generations. This tradition of gathering around a great meal with family and friends is what their here, foods, strives to pass on from our family to yours. All right, welcome back, chefs. We're ready to take on another veggie adventure in the Ageless Kitchen. All right, I've got a butternut squash in front of me here, and I know that that's getting to be more popular, although we really could eat more and more of this, especially with its bright orange letting us know of all the carotenoids and cancer-fighting ability it has. It's also a really great source of fiber. Now, it's kind of difficult to clean normally, so what I've done is just stripped off with a knife just carefully the outside bark, if you will, or skin, and break it up into smaller pieces so it's easier for you to handle, chefs. I think that's one of the biggest things, is that it's very hard, and it rolls on the board, and that's very dangerous. And just using my knife right there, and my knife is as sharp as a razor, you saw how I had to struggle to get it through with the thing rocking. So that's a way that we really get cut in the kitchen. So if you have a flat edge, and you've noticed I've scooped out the seeds as well, always turn the vegetable or fruit 
or item that you're working with over on its foot or on the flat edge and you'll see how much easier it is just using the top of your hand to push the blade through because this really is one of the harder vegetables. Now what I'm going to do is just dice this up and use it kind of as the base for our pizza seasoning. So the smaller the dice, the more surface cooking area there is, the more quickly that it will cook up. Now the butternut squash, as I said, is a great source of fiber and a great source of vitamin A. Now this helps to prevent sun damage as well, and we've talked about that ability through lycopene with cooked tomatoes. Well, butternut squash has the same ability to help reduce sun damage by as much as 40 to 50%, some researchers are telling us. So you go ahead and dice that up, and then once you have all that diced up, you're gonna just use a can of tomatoes, and any can will do. I've selected one that has a little bit of garlic and basil in it because we're going for a pizza flavor, right? After we dice all this up, we just put the canned tomatoes with juice down over the squash, and then we add some pizza seasoning. So when we come back, I'll have it all put together, and we'll go ahead and put it in the oven. I'll see you in just a minute. Hi, I'm Chef Joseph Manero with Taste This TV. I'd like to talk to you a little bit about Cat's gluten-free products. Now, Cat's gluten-free is not only gluten-free, but it's nut-free, dairy-free, and soy-free as well. So when you're looking for a healthy, alternative, gluten-free snack, Cat's has got you covered. From their powdered donuts all the way to their cherry pie, chocolate muffin, choose Cat's whenever you're choosing the dairy-free and gluten-free. That's enough for Taste This TV. For more information, log on to the website at the bottom of the screen and check out Cats. Okay, we're back to put together our beautiful butternut pizza squash, and I think even your kids are going to love this one. The butternut squash is more famous for a butternut squash soup, I think, than any other recipe. So I hope that you can enjoy this as much as I do. I've got it all diced up here. Now, I've got a can of diced tomatoes that we talked about just a minute ago. It's got the garlic and basil. You can choose any flavor that you like. Heck, you could even do a Southwest butternut if you wanted. Now the easiest way to get this distributed evenly over the butternut is to go ahead and put the olive oil in and I'm going to put a little bit of fresh parsley. We don't really want the fresh parsley up on top because we're going to brown the cheese and we don't want fresh herbs to turn black. It just doesn't make for a nice presentation. I'm going to do a little bit of salt and pepper in here and then some red pepper flakes. Now. I'm doing quite a bit of red pepper flake because I really like the spice and the capsaicin, of course, opens up the blood vessels and lowers the blood pressure. So there's a method to my madness here. I'm getting a little medicine in, but if it's too spicy for you, just omit the whole thing or use less. Now, I am going to sprinkle the dry herbs in with our cheese, and that way they're going to form this nice crispy crust on top of the butternut squash once we uncover it. So let's get to that in just a moment. All right, we'll just stir that up gently and bring it all together. And that way, again, the tomato and the tomato juice protect the parsley or any of the fresh herbs that we may be using from getting too dark or turning black. Okay, so I'm just gonna distribute that right over and you do want the juice. Now, if you need a little bit more moisture, a little bit of vegetable stock would be great here, or a little bit of water would even work. 
And usually chefs don't use water. It doesn't really have any flavor, of course. But sometimes water is just what the doctor ordered, if you will. Okay, that's that. So it already looks beautiful and it already smells really aromatic. We're gonna cover this just as soon as we get our other stuff on and let that squash cook until it's fork tender. Now everybody says to test with a knife, but really if you know physics, a knife doesn't work at all. A knife is a single pointed plane that will go into almost anything. So it doesn't really indicate that your food is properly prepared. Always test something like this with the tines of a fork because that's gonna give you a more clear indication that the food is properly cooked and that you're going to be able to get your fork in with ease and therefore you're going to be able to chew it properly in your mouth and have that nice palate feel. Okay, now I've got aluminum foil, which is one of my least favorite things on the planet. We don't want heavy metals in our food, particularly when we have an acidic ingredient on top of what we're baking. So I'm gonna use parchment paper. This parchment happens to be bleached paper. There's also unbleached, and if you can find it, I recommend that you use the unbleached, but either is going to offer some protection against the aluminum foil. So we can just put that down and cover it, and then we're ready for it to go in the oven without the aluminum foil touching the um, food that we're gonna put into our mouth later. I'm gonna sprinkle a little bit of Parmesan cheese, but of course, if you're practicing a vegan nutrition program, you're not going to want the dairy. You could do a nut cream here, it would be great. I've got some basil, and therefore we're gonna get more of that pizza flavor or that traditional Italiano aroma and experience just like we do with the pizza. All right, so we've got our crust on. We're gonna go ahead and put our parchment and foil on just as I showed you a minute ago. So again, we don't have that heavy metal touching our food. Everything into the oven until the butternut squash is tender. We'll be back to show you something really strange from the vegetable world, and that's the kohlrabi. I'll see you in just a minute. The authentic recipes for all of our products are signature to La Morena. The chilies are literally hand-picked for each can. Everything is manufactured in Mexico and imported into the U.S. La Morena is best known for its quality and authentic flavor, giving our users a taste of home. Stock up on flavor with La Morena. And the veggie adventure continues. Now I've got something really weird to show you. Most people I talk to don't even know what this thing is. This is a kohlrabi. The kohlrabi belongs to the cruciferous family. The cruciferous family includes things like broccoli, cauliflower, cabbage, and radish. Now everybody knows those things, but this guy, he's overlooked because nobody seems to know what to do with him. So there's a couple different ways to use the kohlrabi. Right now we're gonna put together a really delicious kohlrabi coleslaw. And what I'm gonna do is my grandmother's coleslaw dressing recipe. So really old school, comforting, just like we talked about with some of our other dishes. 
but really medicinal and major cancer crusher. Now the kohlrabi, you're just going to take your paring knife or whatever knife you want to use. You can just pull them off as well. These little tentacles, if you will, will just come right off and then skin it just like you would the butternut squash that we were using earlier. All right, so I'll just put that guy over there and here's what he looks like when he's been grated. Okay, let's make our dressing first. So I've got some grapeseed oil mayonnaise. Grapeseed, the only extract, the only oil that we know of that actually goes in and removes plaque from inside the arteries. I've got some apple cider vinegar. And if you have your grandmother's coleslaw recipe, you probably have this dressing recipe because it is one of the oldest coleslaw recipes there are. I'm using raw honey here. Now, whatever sweetener you like, palm sugar would work, whatever works for you in your house. And celery seed here, and that's one of the main components in the old school coleslaw dressing. And then a little bit of salt and pepper. Okay, now we'll add our onion and stuff in just a moment. Let's just quickly whisk this up. Now again, the grapeseed oil mayonnaise, really nice flavor, really nice texture, and it's a great vegan product. The other thing about the grapeseed company, Follow Your Heart, is that they are entirely run on solar power. So the people that make the grapeseed oil mayonnaise really care about the environment as well. Okay, nice and smooth. And wow, the celery seed really gives a great aroma to this dressing. Let's take that out and we'll add some green cabbage that we've shredded or however you want to prepare it. If you want to shred it in thin strips or just grind it up like I did, you could even do it in the food processor. And then these beautiful ribbons of our kohlrabi. And the flavor is just really nice. It's got a little bit of that crispy, cool bite to it. Kind of similar to a radish, but not as hot as a radish. I've got some celery diced up, a little bit of a pigeon in. So we've got a lot of hormone balancing here. Now with the kohlrabi being part of the cruciferous family, some of the cancer crushers that are involved there as far as the big phytonutrient names would be internal lactone, sulforaphane, equal, uh, indole-3-carbinols is one that you hear me talk about quite a bit. It helps clear the free radical scavengers that do cellular damage out of our bloodstream. All right, and I've got a little bit of finely diced white onion here. If you like something a little more sweet, go with the purple. And then let's put a little bit of the sliced green onion in, getting all of those allium compounds. So this salad is a major cancer crusher. We're gonna stir that all up and get it well coated and pop it into the refrigerator. And when we come back, we're gonna look at all the players that played a part in our veggie adventure today in the Ageless Kitchen. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Chef Joe Simonero with Taste This Television, here to talk to you about Accelerator Hand Drive. You know, keeping up with hygiene, washing my hands, and making sure that there's no transfer of bacteria is important for me and Taste This TV, which is why I rely on a machine like Accelerator to dry my hands. It's efficient, it's strong, and it's powerful. And it only uses up electricity and energy when you put your hands under and take them away. So for drying my hands in the kitchen, I rely on the Accelerator to handle all of those needs. For more information, log on to the website at the bottom of the screen. 
All right, well, our veggie adventure in the Ageless Kitchen is just about ready to come to a conclusion. We've done three beautiful dishes here that even the most hardcore resistant non-vegetable eaters will be sure to love. The lemony quinoa with the great vinaigrette with lemon juice, Dijon really enhances the beauty of the asparagus. Sarsisapagenin here, our greatest hope in curing ALS, also known as Lou Gehrig's. Here's our cancer killer of the day, and that's the cabbage and the weird alien looking thing, the kohlrabi. Get out there and try something new every week, chefs. I know you're going to be creative enough to come up with something that your family will love. And hey, you've always got me to fall back on. Then we've got a great vitamin A source with lycopene with our cooked tomatoes and that's our butternut pizza squash and you're not going to believe how much this really does taste and smell like pizza so even the kids are going to be sure to love this and you know the testing trick now no testing with the knife be sure to use your fork from now on and you'll get a much better result well that's it for me in the ageless kitchen this goes out to all the troops and everybody on the rock I'll see you next time. I'm Chef Tina Martini. Here's to your health.